0: Listening to Rose Untamed, a podcast where nothing is off limits, everything is relatable, and laughter is encouraged, with special guests to join in on the fun of being real and raw with any and every topic. So get ready to vibe with your host, Rose Pony. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Rose Pony. Thank you so much for being here. It is Sunday i'm doing this super last minute so welcome to my life i was supposed to do this yesterday or even during the week but my week got crazy um i actually went out for the first time this week and that was exciting but also scary i mean i think i sprayed hand sanitizer way too much on everybody's hands especially my son's and uh you know wore face masks and did all that stuff i swear i would have wore a hazmat suit if i had one but i don't it's probably gonna be on my amazon checkout list soon but overall it was an okay week i mean uh i think i cried once so that's a pretty good it's a pretty good deal <laughs> i don't know your girl's been really emotional lately and i don't know if it's because of all this crap that's going on or what but It's been, it's been crazy, uh, up in here, (laughs) but today, um, I'm going to be solo again. Hi, hello, it's me and you. Um, and I wanted to talk about apologizing. I probably over apologize, you know, like the, uh, this is like the basic, like, you know, if someone says, oh, you weren't supposed to do it like that. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Or bumping into somebody, I'm sorry. Just, like, random things that I just say sorry for that don't necessarily need an apology, but, you know, it's there. I I do that. But I'm not talking about those, which need to be worked on. We should, as women, stop saying sorry for stupid stuff. But outside of that, I'm talking about actual apologies. Like, hey, you had an emotional tantrum and blew up on somebody. That needs an apology lately i've been feeling like i need a certain type of apology like if somebody does something says something or whatever the case may be i feel like i need to have that specific type of apology in order for me to feel closure or validation or anything in that sense because Otherwise, I'll get so wrapped up in the situation that happened that I will shut down. I will be silent. I'll have a bad day. I will um, react and respond differently. I'll be irritable. And I hate, I hate that feeling. Um, But sometimes there's just things that people aren't going to apologize for because they don't know. And if you don't mention it to them, they're they're not going to apologize. Number one thing. I want to say is if you have a wrong done to you in any, in any means, it doesn't matter what it is. If you felt, you know, wrongly spoken to or acted against, you should be the one to say, Hey, you hurt my feelings or, you know, I didn't like when you did that or whatever you have to say. You need to be the one to bring it to that person's attention so they're able to apologize. Because what I found out is that people just don't know. (laughs) They don't know that they're doing dumb stuff. And so it's it's our responsibility to vocalize the need of an apology. And uh, I wanted to get into the five apology languages. There's this book by... Gary Chapman, I think his name is. Yeah, Gary Chapman that he wrote with Dr. Jennifer Thomas. It's called The Five Languages of Apology. If you are in any type of relationship, which means all of you, I highly recommend that you pick this up because it's very, very good to um, help in situations of conflict. And, you know, when you need to apologize, when someone else needs an apology, how you receive apology and how you give apologies are important to know. So I'm going to go over them with you. The five apology languages, they are expressing regret, accepting responsibility, making restitution, genuinely repenting, and requesting forgiveness. I'm going to break down each one. I found this uh, little post on Instagram about them all that kind of summarizes it, but there's more in-depth stuff that's in the book, so... If you're fine with the summaries, cool. If, if not, get the book because I think it would be great for you. So let's go over expressing regret. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I think a lot of us are walking around with unmet apologies. Like people just haven't apologized to us. Whether it had been parents, kids at freaking school bullied us. Like things that have, that are attached to trauma responses. I really think that um, it's a need to go over this. First of all, how are you doing? I've missed you. Okay, thank you so much for being with me. Okay, expressing regret. This type of apology requires hearing the words, I'm sorry. You're using emotional language to acknowledge the ways your words or behavior hurt them. You say, I'm sorry for, and explain what you're sorry about. Let the other person know that you understand how much you've hurt them. And you could even list all the ways that you've hurt them. Let them know that they have a right to feel angry or sad, etc. Here are a few examples of ways to express regret. I'm so sorry. I know that what I did caused you pain and I feel really bad about it. You have every right to be upset with me. Or I should have been more considerate and sensitive to your feelings. I'm sorry I hurt you. And lastly, I'm really sorry I broke your trust. I know that that feels like a huge betrayal and you must feel so angry and hurt. I know it may take time for you to be able to trust me again and that's okay. So personally, this is, I believe, my top apology language as receiving apologies um, because I need to have the person express that they regret hurting me. And it sounds so weird and like, uh, I don't know, like if, I don't know, the whole world revolves around me or something type of feel. But I think if I don't know that that person didn't mean to cause harm or if they aren't regretting their actions that they made, then it feels like they did on purpose or that they just don't care to me for some reason so i need that expressive regret to help me understand like hey okay they've they truly do feel bad um about what they did and i'm able to accept this genuine apology if it's just like i'm sorry i'm sorry i hurt your feelings i'm like mm. are you where how did you hurt my feelings what did you do to hurt my feelings like I, I need the depth okay i need to see a little bit more otherwise it's just bs and i'm like whatever that ain't an apology i'm still mad at you <laughs> the second one accepting responsibility an apology requires taking responsibility for what you did and admitting your behavior is wrong this type of apology begins with the words i was wrong and explains why This requires letting go of self justification and a tendency to blame others. Accepting responsibility takes maturity. This type of apology sometimes includes accepting responsibility for causing the hurt. Here are a few examples of ways to accept responsibility. What I did was wrong and there is no good excuse. I was wrong for speaking to you like that. It was insensitive and unkind. I let my emotions get the best of me and I wish I had slowed down and thought before I acted. What I did was wrong. I made a mistake, and I wish I could take it back, but I can't. What I did was wrong. I really messed up, and there was no one to blame but myself. I accept total responsibility for what I did, and I am sorry. Probably my number two, personally. I think it's important for us to accept responsibility, not in just uh, apologies, but in life. (laughs) We're all adults here. Not accepting responsibility or owning up to the consequences of our actions that we've made is immature is weak it's it's bland it's blah. it's get that mess out of here take ownership clean up this mess and apologize for it (laughs) and that sounds harsh but i'm like if you if you cannot take responsibility for your actions or hone into the consequences that you've created for yourself And between another person as well, like, you should not be anywhere near a relationship. You need to get help. (laughs) Please learn to take responsibility. I know there's people in the world who have no idea what taking responsibility looks like. I'm pretty sure if you Google how to take responsibility, you'll be just fine. Own up to it. Hey, you know what? I had a really bad day and I, you know, blew up on you. I was very wrong for that. That was something that I should not have done. And I'm sorry I ruined your day. That was not my intention. Blah, blah, blah. Take responsibility. Just own up to it, okay? I know it sucks sometimes to be wrong, but it sucks even more to be wrong and not do anything about it because it makes you suck as a person. Okay, moving on. Making restitution. This apology language seeks to make it right or repair through action. This can look like trying to make up for the ways in which you've hurt them or trying to make amends. You're using your behavior to show them you love them and you're sorry. You could use the five love languages as a guide for which behavior or restitution will be best received. Examples of ways to ask how to best make restitution include asking what can I do to make this up to you or asking what can I do to show you that I still care about you. So, if that sounds like something that you need, you need action, you need someone to be like, yo, what can I do to fix this situation? Is there any way that I can turn this around for the good? Go with that. Grab that, make it yours, and let the people know that that's how you receive apology. Next is genuinely repenting. This apology language requires expressing a desire to change your behavior and coming up with a plan to ensure success so that it actually doesn't happen again. Genuine repentance means stating your intention to change, expressing that you don't ever want to hurt them again or do that again, showing them you're willing to change, finding ways to stop it from happening again, making a plan for improvement, writing it down and then implementing the plan, making genuine efforts to not repeat the behavior, Making a plan for what to do if you fail and what happens if you repeat the behavior. Making a plan for change and then following through requires intention and effort. Small changes add up over time. For me, um, making plans is important. I need, I need to see like a blueprint for things and have things out. But the problem is, is that my mind is so chaotic that I cannot think about a blueprint in the heat of a moment or, or anything like that. This is, this is something that I need to talk about really fast. When you are in maybe an argument and, or any type of situation where feelings and emotions are heightened or escalated and adrenaline's running, it's probably not the best time to, uh, receive apologies because you will not, your anger and your Um, frustration and irritability just probably won't put you in a place to receive it. I don't know, maybe this is just me, but anytime I've been in a heightened situation, I kind of need to take a break, shut everything down for a second, process, breathe, come into a place where I feel safe and peace in order to be able to focus on giving an apology or receiving an apology because I don't want anything to be ingenuine. You don't ever want anything to be ingenuine when you are receiving or giving apologies because then what the hell is the point (laughs) so for me i have to really take a break de-escalate things and then turn back around and i'll either ask for an apology or i will um, give my apology when i feel like i'm at a genuine place to receive and to give out lastly it's requesting forgiveness often when we apologize we assume that the other person knows that we're asking for forgiveness Some people actually need to hear you ask for forgiveness to feel your apology was genuine. This apology language looks like asking for forgiveness by saying, will you please forgive me? Some examples of ways to request forgiveness are, I am asking for your forgiveness. I recognize that it may take you some time to forgive me and that's okay. I don't need an answer right now. I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me. This one is deep sometimes because, I mean... It could be something like a uh, estranged parent who hasn't been in your life and all of a sudden wants to come back and be in it and apologizes and um, asks for your forgiveness. And now you could accept the apology, but forgiveness is saying that you basically write off what they've done. Like you wash it kind of clean. And sometimes that takes time. And even expressing that you do forgive somebody, you have to walk through that often, especially if it's been something that has traumatized you. The forgiveness that we need to give is more important for us than it is for the person that's asking for it. I know I'm talking about apologizing, but forgiveness and apology go hand in hand. So let's just dive into this for a second. When we hold grudges or unforgiveness, it deteriorates our spirit or our heart or our emotions or our mind because the unforgiveness is doing nothing to the other person. The grudge is doing nothing, nothing that we are holding against. Someone else does anything to them. They're still living their best life. They're still out there running amok or they're still out there completely blind to the fact that they've even hurt us. And we're the ones that are harboring all of this hate, anger, hurt, etc., unforgiveness. And it's damaging us. It's important for us to release all of those things because if we do not, we're just like slowly decaying by it, by the day. It's affecting the way that we respond and react to people. um, or in similar situations, similar relationships, and it just doesn't make our cycle healthy. It makes it worse for us because we are not truly ourselves if we're harboring any type of unforgiveness. Now, I know that there are situations that are very, very hard and very traumatic that happen to us sometimes where it's very hard to forgive, and that's completely understandable. But It's still true that the unforgiveness is a poison for us. There's a quote that somebody said. (laughs) I never know where things are from. I only know what it says. So you're going to learn that really fast. But I heard that unforgiveness is the poison you drink while waiting for the other person to die. So basically, you're killing yourself waiting for the other person to die and the other person is completely fine just like i said before but that quote just gives a better picture of what it looks like so when you do choose and you are ready to forgive somebody and you forgive them that does not mean that their actions or words or whatever that they have done to you is right or it is um accepted Or that you trust them or that you like them. It just means that you release them from yourself. Holding on to all of the past hurts and pains is holding on to somebody. As much as you want to maybe forget that person or be done with them. If you harbor that, they're with you, honey. (laughs) You are like having them in a chokehold and they're not feeling any of it. Um, it's just making your hand tense and that ain't okay but it's a thing that you have to walk out trust me I've been in situations where I want to choke the crap out of somebody and I don't want to even hear their name anymore and that made me know that I held unforgiveness and I had to let it out figure out what it is sometimes sometimes people don't do anything to you they just get on your damn nerves and you need to figure out why I've been in a situation where I've had to walk out forgiveness. And that looks like me initially forgiving that person, not necessarily to their face, um, maybe just to myself, like in my own mind, in my journal or wherever, like, Hey, I, f- I forgive so-and-so for being an idiot. And I go about my day, but if I see that person at the grocery store and I still want to punch them, I got to remind myself that I forgave them for their wrong and that they can go on their merry little way, punch face free. So <laughs> forgiveness is definitely a process and definitely a thing that we have to, uh, walk out and work through on the more in-depth situations. But if somebody spilled milk on your blouse, girl, get over it. <laughs> so anyway, forgiveness, <laughs> guys, if you haven't seen just friends, please go watch that so that you can hear the forgiveness song. Apologies are so, so important for all of the freaking earth but in this day and age mostly there's so many people that are asking for apologies there's so many people that are getting offended left and right about the dumbest stuff but sometimes if we are the ones that are actually doing the wrong we have to apologize there's people who have trauma there's people who have just an offensive uh i don't know thing on them that they're just like offended by every damn thing and that's their fault But if you know that you genuinely did a bad, you did a bad, you need to apologize for it. If someone's asking you for an apology, you should apologize. There's, you just have to put yourself in other people's shoes. Vice versa. If you need an apology and you're not getting it, ask for it. If you need an apology and you don't want to ask for it, then apologize to yourself. I seen this girl on TikTok make this video and she said that she went to her therapist and told them that her boyfriend didn't apologize to her for all like these things that he he's done he was like abusive and stuff like that and the um, therapist told her to write down everything that she would have wanted him to say to her write it to herself and I was like that's crazy that's so so good and not that it like makes up for the fact that they didn't apologize, but it makes up for the, the pain that's inward. I did that the other day, not gonna lie. And just writing it out of what I wish that they had said to me was so freeing of needing that closure. Like just closing that circle up by just writing to my own self what I wish somebody else would have said to me it's powerful so if you don't want to be the one to go and ask somebody for an apology that's fine do it for yourself there's so much power in being able to take in your own pain and to work through it and walk through the process and close that circle yourself it, it's freeing it, it truly is and i really genuinely let go of the situation at hand that I was writing down. I'm, I'm 100% serious. It works. So use your journals, use your pens, use your iPad Pro to draw, like whatever it is to express these things, do it. I think I'm done. I think I just wanted to talk about that really fast. You know what I'm saying? Just a little snippet. Apologize, get your apologies, forgive, and ask for forgiveness when necessary. Uh, Go out there, live your best life. I hope you have a great week. I'm glad we had this chat and I can't wait to talk to you soon.